deep dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? Well, we got through round three. Uh, well, some of us did. Some people didn't get round. Jimmy Stewart didn't. No, Jimmy Stewart didn't. Uh, um, wow. So, a fair bit on the boil. Um, lots to discuss. Uh, this will be our review episode for round three. Massive thanks to Hops to Home, our sponsors, the craft beer delivery service, hopstohome.com.au. Fresh craft beer delivered to the door. Delivered to the door. AFL Deep Die, as uh, a promo code, will get you $25. Deep dive, not die. AFL Deep Die. Oh, might, that's the other thing that's going around. It's a hectic isn't it? website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to go there. No, Deep Dive uh, will give you $25 off your first pack. Exactly. No touching to the boxes, non-contact delivery. Yeah, it's a non-contact no touch, sport. No look. Just well, you can order look online and get on with it. Just drink it. Just drink it. Um, yeah. If ever there was a footy cliche, a lot can happen in one week. Yeah. Well, uh, the last week has epitomised <laughs> that to a T, some would say. Yeah, well, there's a lot to discuss. Um, so we also, a bit of a, a thing to our, I don't know what we want to call this, maybe listeners can suggest some names. I was thinking not one week at a time, but we're trying to think of like a, a name for our interview series that's ongoing, which we, we've started doing. We did an interview with Sam Wiedemann from the Melbourne Football Club uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was great. That's up online. You can listen and watch that on Beyond the Game TV. Um or we also did a brand new one tonight, which will be announced very soon. So we just finished that, which is um, really good. good. I really enjoyed it. Yep, a bit different. Lots of stuff that came out of it. Um, the old bees. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a bit of a hint. But um, yeah, so we are going to go now into round three. Round three. Um, check out Beyond the Game TV as well for LA video content. Check out all the stuff that Ed's doing. Old mate Ed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank you once again, Ed. He's I almost forgot about him. Big out content. Oh, Don't know how. No, no. Stand right he's there. right. He's literally right there. He's taller than us too. Very imposing. Um, so no, let's get into the round three because there is a bit to discuss, even with one less game. Yep. And then we will drop the preview episode in uh, the following day. So you'll be hearing this. So we're recording this Tuesday night at about 8.30. Um, and then you'll get... So you obviously you'll see this now first thing on the Wednesday morning. And then you'll get the preview on the Thursday first thing. Um, so that's all the housekeeping, I reckon. We saw... Well, I tr- oh. we stopped seeing. Because uh, re- we literally watched this together and we started watching The Last Dance again. Yeah. Um, look, Richmond versus Hawthorne. Yeah, another, another really hard Thursday night game of football to watch yeah, even though both our teams playing and yeah, it good, wasn't it? no it wasn't really no. uh, not for people anyway. who want to actually watch AFL um, at its I don't know most skillful this I mean don't get me wrong there were some skillful moments from Hawthorne players but when you're dodging witches hats pretty easy to play good footy well to quote Clarko Hawthorne aren't that good yeah, guess, all that aren't that you know, good, yeah. After this whole thing of last week, I understand what he means, but at the same time, and I, I do get that he was taken a little bit out of context, but, you know... Yeah, I don't, he's I don't, not... He didn't, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, just to paraphrase everything, he, he didn't mean that they were a 10-goal better team than Hawthorne. He, no, he was saying they had a horrible night. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. this is probably Absolutely. the same. Same. Yeah, um, Richmond are that much worse than Hawthorne, in fact. Really, no. they're probably on the other side. Maybe. Well, anyway, I don't know. But... but so no Dusty, um, that wasn't good, um, but it's not like he played that well the week before either. Um, what what did you think? What positive takeaways are there out of this game? Chad Wingard. <coughs> Chaddy? Chad started, he was good. starting to play like he did when he was at Port Adelaide, so he's yeah. had obviously a number of injuries, and then he got used to the new um, structures and methods uh, of, a, of a new being at a new club. Was good, um, obviously sticking to his guns with McAvoy in the back half and Segler taking the ruck duties also was a big positive. 
And other than that, um, look, I could pick out individual players here and there for Hawthorne and Isaac Smith was good. But again, when the competition doesn't turn up and play their best, most ferocious um, football, uh, any AFL club, anyone who's on AFL list can look good because they're not put under pressure to do anything. So it's just fundamental drills like they were at training, not to disagree regard Richmond too much but that's kind of the effort that was on display on Thursday night. I thought O'Meara was, was clearly a very good in. I thought he oh, was yeah, nearly best Sorry, on ground. Yeah. Um but aside hasn't, hasn't yeah, been around for a while. Long time. time but yeah. that said I um I, I thought it was a pretty poor game to watch clearly overall. Um Hawthorne looked pretty organised. Um but yeah, I mean look as you said, you look pretty good when you're playing a team that's Clearly, in Richmond, very bereft of confidence, uh, mentally shot, and um, looking at this stage, and uh, look, obviously, we've got a bit of a way to go, hopefully, yeah. um, but at this stage, they look very, very off, yeah. and um, that that's not, I really, of all the teams, I thought they'd probably be one of them, um, where we predicted that some of the powerhouse clubs would be the ones that would really dominate, and you know, having the resources to, you know, get all this, you know, gym equipment and all that stuff out to them and, you know, get get them, you know, in these... Uh, get them primed, know. Well, exactly. Basically. But it's um, it's obviously West Coast as well are heavily struggling. So, um, yeah, they're in a big hole, Richmond, yeah. and they've got a bit of a way to turn it around. Luckily, with that draw, they've got a, a win, a loss, and a draw. They've, they've done everything so far. So, um, it's not... Um, it's not end of the world, but it's very concerning. I would have thought at this stage, well, it's pretty concerning. You know, very. But as a premier, as a reigning premier, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's why it gets domi- amplified. Yeah, yeah, and the dominant team over the last three years. I guess, I what I learned the most about r- reflecting on round two and now reflecting on round three, it's easy to 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 pick holes in teams like um, Swiss Cheese, my Hawthorne obviously who were horrible against Geelong in round two mm. and then turned around and played really good football in round three and there was a number of teams uh, likewise that did that the doggies are another example so I mean a normal season we usually see where teams are at after four or five rounds I think with this season the way it is it might be seven or eight rounds before we get a real gauge there's obviously going to probably be two or three teams that um spread away from the pack as far as wins and then there's going to be some salad dwellers but I think the again the vast majority of teams like 12 or 13 of the teams are going to even out the ledger and then we'll see who are real contenders in the second half of the year look it was clearly a very poor night for Richmond but I mean if you want like their biggest deficiency if you really want to go deep at the moment is their inside 50s are awful like their entries are very bad they're really requiring their forwards and this look their forwards are out of form anyway but they're requiring their forwards to to really mark pretty high into the 50 they're not penetrating um offensive 50 much at all and that's as a result not creating really any opportunities for their game plan and also for a lot of um a lot of the way their forwards are currently playing so yeah it's uh it's it's pretty pretty diabolical, but I think at this stage let's let's still park it. We don't want to go too hyperbolic at this stage, but it's concerning. No, exactly right. You probably just as a as a Richmond supporter, all you want to see this week is that effort and that intent at getting got, and the tackle been, or getting years. the ball. Yeah. You just haven't seen that in, a, in no, these. The intent. Yeah, it wasn't even really evident in round one. If we look back that far, it was better than the last two rounds, but. 
it wasn't that same hunger that we've seen the last few years from yeah. um, these Richmond teams. So that's the first thing. If you see that and they're having a lose, at least you know that they're having a crack. But yeah, they they were tackles were being broken both weeks. Um, easy uh, to be scored against, and then on the back end of that, only scoring five goals each of the these two rounds isn't ideal either. It's not going to win a lot of football. No, exactly. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think there's probably too much more to take out no, of this game. Really. Uh, yeah, look, I not mean... For, not for look, Yeah, Wingard was good. Gunston was good. Um, you know, a lot of the usual suspects, but it was a mm. pretty pretty cooked game really to watch. Um, let's head into the Doggies and the Giants on the Friday night, which, um, yeah, definitely... You know, we, we got this one wrong. We both um, tipped the Giants. I think after the Dogs' pretty poor effort, um, we just didn't see this coming, but I don't no. think many people did. Um, this was certainly didn't a see game... Any, didn't see anything that well, it transpired. No whimper. And then all of a sudden, there was a significant amount of whimper. Oh. Um, they they smelled blood, and, and they, they got it done. And um, my captain going to the... To, to cost, well, that that cost backfired and... obviously completely because that was clearly done as a mind game, regardless of what anybody says. That was obviously that was meant to um, create uh, yeah a problem, but it, it did oh, nothing. Fire Bonte Bonte up. Well, it did. It clearly did nothing. It was pretty embarrassing, really. And that's the problem with doing something like that is that you know if it works, then all of a sudden it's like wow, they're crazy mind and games. And if you are going to do it, you know? do it with an imposing player, someone who's actually imposing. Yeah. He doesn't. Well, it was because really, it was because I know of why the it was, yeah, But he's as as some no, other commentators, no, he's no, not I Barry Hall or Tony Lockett or any of these guys. There aren't who that might, many in the game at the moment, really? That are, are there? Um, Who's crazy? Maybe. Well, you who, probably who? You, you probably wouldn't want, I, I guess, um, someone like Caleb Daniel or yeah, Caleb Daniel. With the helmet, what's he going to do? Oh, that helmet would hurt if he runs at you, and he's at that height, gets you in the knackers. Eddie Betts was a little bit crazy. Who? Eddie Betts would be. Yeah, I think Eddie, he'd. No. I think he'd get in, in the mind game. I don't think. So. I think he'd stare. I think he'd. Stare he's a lovely guy. No, he's he too is, nice of a guy. But I think he loves yeah, the contest. Yeah. I don't know. No, but I, look, it clearly was. It backfired. No, it, backfired. it was obviously very sad. And then and, they didn't come out. Pathetic, and then they didn't anyway. come out and do anything except push and shove and push. And lean. It didn't work. It was bad, and so that happened. Um, I, like, let's get into the look. We'll get the into the Giants in a minute, but so we. We spoke a little bit about this not in the recording last week, and we were like, let's just hold off a little bit on the dogs. I know we both tipped the Giants, but we didn't want to go too hard. I heard a lot of people last week, you know, really trashing um, Tim English, and you know, he's 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 too he's what is he two years old? He's he's just starting, just starting. Like he's, I know he's I know he's been given a bath. I know I know uh, clearly Grundy gave him a bath, but he gives virtually everybody baths. So it was like, well, you know, let's calm down. Much better. Oh, let's let's get into the positives. We didn't really go into that because I just thought that was a little bit harsh. But I thought he was significantly better. Yeah. Um. I know. You know. Source Jacobs, a good ruckman, and I think I think English probably got the uh, the old. Oh, the easily, top easily. Um, the he was excellent. The two ruckmans went forward, took pack marks. Yeah, we impacted um, the game. Game. Man. Yeah. Very good by f- foot as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. And then at the other uh, height end of the spectrum, um, Libba. Back in that side, he's yeah. crazy. Talk about crazy. Talk about, yeah, he's very he's, crazy. Well, you wouldn't know what he's going to do. So that's that's. No, and, and look, he had a major impact on the physicality and, yeah. and allowing um, Bond and Pally McRae and these other mids to get a little bit free and not get caught up in the 
what essentially now is a push and shove game because you're not really allowed to do anything anymore no. in AFL as far as that uh, old school um, masculine um, punch on scenario of yesteryear. So. Yeah, look, the pressure was really good. Um, entries from the dogs were significantly better. Um, positioning was a lot better. Switching was significantly better. Yeah, their better. setups, like they just didn't allow their, their, their defensive structure setups. First of all, it was quick in transition, yeah. so it did not allow the Giants time to move the ball quickly and effectively into the forward line. I've never seen a Giants side of recent years be so stagnant with the footy in hand. Yeah, well, they lost uh, Kelly uh, before the game. That didn't help. Oh, look, yeah, and it, it doesn't help that um, Kelly wasn't there and Green wasn't there. And the um, Whitfield injury as well. Yeah, Whitfield injury. But uh, this no, is the one, no, I guess, I the yeah. one team that's dealt with key injuries for years has been the Giants and they've somehow managed to um, come through it with more wins and losses. This was just a very... Um, subpar standard that I did not see coming at all. No. So there was the Norton hit as well. So he didn't end up... He only got a fine. He didn't end up um, getting suspended, which I think would have been hard, harsh. Um, yeah, his know, eyes... He was clearly going for the ball. Yeah, his eyes didn't divert. He, he's literally just protecting himself, but he, he was intent was all for the ball. And yeah. look, it is still a contact sport as much as the AFL want to turn it into touch footy or netball. Not sure which one yet. Um... Yeah, so I'm glad he got away with justifying. I think it would have been unfair and unjust had he got suspended for a week. Well, I think, look, the Giants just switched far too slow. They used the corridor okay at times, but they were just consistently switching far too slow. This game should have been over a lot faster than it was. Yeah, they, they could have really put well, on some scoreboard dogs wasted chances goal too. Uh, uh, um, probably, uh, I mean, here obviously hasn't been spoken about too much uh, up until this game because the dogs have been pretty woeful, but Bailey Smith, like... yeah. Known for the uh, extreme 80s mullet. Uh, mm. Seems to work for him, but what uh, a superstar he looks to become. Like, he, no second-year blues or any of this type oh, of no, stuff. No. He's um, part of that uh, engine room uh, now and knows how to... He's very, very smart. He's very, very clever with ball in hand. And, and then when he's um, not got the ball in hand, just knows where to position himself. He's uh, got a very, very good football brain as well as the skill set to go with it and fast. So, good. That was the first time I got to see the Dogs this year and he was, for me, um, the most exciting player to watch on the game, on the, on the night. Yeah, look... Look, there are elements that, yeah, it's still very low scoring, but that's going to happen with the shortened season. And I guess, like, we spoke a bit about this off um, air. I, I, look, I mean, I'd be interested to hear people's feedback, but, you know, I think I think they're probably going to agree, but interested to hear what you think. It really does feel like the entire league is probably 20% off, 15 to 20% off normal level. I mean, I know there are some players, you know, locking... Lockie Warhead, it's just uh, hammered his head into the table. Are you okay down there? Yeah. Um, there's a few, <laughs> few bits and pieces. You know, whether you look at like Lockie Neal looks fantastic. Um, you know, Maynard looks really good. There are individual players, um, but I don't think there's um, any like no, overall, overall sides. Uh, yeah, overall. And I think the overall league is is probably um, struggling a little bit either you know mentally or 
having issues, just sort of generally speaking. It's got concussion in the corner there. Uh, he's out for next week. But one. he's a footballer, so he's yeah. going to keep going. Uh, he's waved the uh, the doctors away. He goes, no, 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 no I'm no, fine. No, no stretch it. We'll have to get a <laughs> Yeah, so out. quarter time, things might change, though, and he might not be allowed to come back. But. It's funny how we talk about the Norton here and then boop. <laughs> um, yeah, look, a strange old game and a bit... But, yeah, I guess, what, what, do, what do you think? I mean, I know we spoke a little bit about this, and I'd be interested to hear what the listeners and viewers think. Do, do you feel like this season is... Because there's a lot of criticism of it. All I see on social media is that everyone... I mean, I know that's a bit of a cesspool, but that said, like, a lot of people are pretty, like, negative towards the, the quality. And, you know, everyone hates the shortened quarters. I think all of a sudden now they realise with the game gone why why they're there. Um, yeah, but anyway... I'm not... I mean, I agree that the overall level as a spectacle and the skills that are being put on display at the moment are not where I was hoping or thought they would be. I actually thought this extended break, um, fresh legs, and none of them have been banged up. At the very least, it would have been a faster game, but (laughs) it actually hasn't really turned um, out that way as yet. As far as complaining about Diffs and what it, it's oh, I can't get into that. It, it actually does my head in a little bit. But so it feels like, you agree the, though. It feels like it's a bit Yeah, but I don't quality. care about that at sixteen. Like sixteen minutes or twenty minutes. If it was twenty minutes, we're just gonna see more of shit football. No, 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 I don't dispute that. I, so I on, yeah, it. that type of stuff, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And and Well the shortened quarters you can forget about just complaining about it. now. We can't that's it's they're clearly yeah. not gonna change it. And with games gone now, I think people realise No, for the integrity of this season it's already it's already got not it, much intention to it. So it, uh, they, they can't really not change anything else moving forward. Even finals will have to stick to the same format. Um, again, it's not a level playing field, even as we speak. Uh, obviously, the, the one game that didn't get played and how that turns out later on, and all that type of stuff. So, yes, I agree. The skill and the spectacle and all that type of stuff is down. They've had a short run-up as well. But I do I not that. agree that it's got anything to do with the way that AFL has brought the game together for this season. The shorter quarters and the longer breaks doesn't reflect the inability of yeah. some teams to come together. They're still professional like, footballers, and yeah. I'm sorry, they should be able to manage shorter games at a better rate and a better standard, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, hopefully we get to talk to a player that's played through this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we spoke with Sam, but he hasn't I guess played the, so far yet. But I think, yeah, I'd be curious to hear that. From, but I, I looking yeah, at it... Yeah, I guess probably. the one thing which you, you constantly hear when certain players get into is is not having that physical contact at training is probably giving them all a disadvantage but that's the thing it's every player having that disadvantage you should be able to then the level should still be um, quantifiable across yeah. you know what I mean it's not yeah. like there's one team that's able to have physical contact and not yeah. the other team not they're all training on the same yeah I don't know it's 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 frustrating but it is what it is I, I, better than not having it at all I mean we're missing out on NBA. No, but you know, Do you know what I mean. I'd well, rather I'm, see NBA being played at some level than yeah. not at all. No, I get, I get yeah. that. I'm not trying to trash it. I'm just no, saying. I know. That said, I, I, we were talking about the quality of the game, and it does feel like it's that, it's that sort of bracket off. Yeah, but, and yeah. and the smart teams when we'll get to the smartest. Yeah, and, teams and it's becoming clearer doing, who they are. Yeah, doing doing what they need to do in a quarter or a half, and then locking the game down because they know they haven't got the same time to catch up. 
and make up that difference in the scoreboard. Yeah, and I guess what makes me think of it as well is that, you know, the dogs had performed really, really poorly, and then all of a sudden it was like, wow, that are they back? But, you know, I mean, who can you trust this season? Port? Collingwood? Who? There's uh, not many. No, and even then, like, you look at the teams that Port have come up against, haven't really proven themselves to no, be a team. Collingwood, but have, Collingwood have been down a bit too. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, look, I think this season's going to be extremely unpredictable, and I think we ended up getting about four out of eight in the tips, which, in in, in looking at it, it's actually not that bad. It's not great, but, oh, well. Oh, it's par, isn't it's it? Still, if, you, if you tip the opposite <laughs> of what we tipped, you still got four. So. Four, so, yeah, exactly right. Uh, North um, versus Sydney. Um, what do we think about this game? Well, an interesting result. Um, Didn't see it coming. We both thought North no, would get well, it done. North, They've been good, too. North had been very, very good. Yeah. And, obviously, I only saw highlights of this game. Obviously, the, the key the key players for the Swans, um, Heaney and Papley, got the job done. They lifted. And they are both essentially A-graders now if they yeah. continue to play at that level. Whether they can sustain this type of footy, I'm not convinced. I'm still not convinced, and I'm not writing Sydney off, but... Um, but it's... Like, yeah. I mean, could they have gone look, either... Sydney yeah, they look a lot look better. better. They look a lot better than what we thought they would look. And yeah. given that, obviously, with major pillars of what we thought were part of their game plan out, I think they've done really well under the circumstances. They could easily have won that Essendon game. Last yep. week, there was only a kick in it. Well, really. there was only a kick in it, and yeah, they could easily have lost. But that, they could have so easily lost this game too. So, yeah. I, I get that. That's, that <laughs> it's was crazy. My next one. That's that's a funny it, part. It, it's a it's a fine line season. So I think yeah, look under the circumstances, I think they've done really well. Um, look, and, but North, yeah, it's a shame to see. I, I was really, I think I partially tipped them because I really wanted them to win, not because I don't like Sydney, but more that I think North had had been really improving, and I was just excited to see that. Yeah, and again, help help. Uh, build a stronger um, supporter base and give some hope that they can return to playing finals football yeah. and and have a have a real crack at it because um, yeah on paper as far as historical stats go with player age like I said before they've actually got the list that should project them into the uh, into the finals and, and do quite well um, except for the one key component that don't have A graders. I think, look, it's going to be hard, but I think with, you know, the people that say for Sydney that say, oh, well, you know, this buddy, and, you know, if he, if he plays bits and pieces through the end of his contract and the cost of that contract and everything around it, that and a few other things are going to, you know, particularly in terms of them stacking their, their um, list, is really going to cook the team and, the, you know, they're, they're heading for a seriously long rebuild. I don't think so. After having watched the last few games, and I know it's early, but the kids look really good. They've got a nice core. They have to keep Heaney, and they like really have to keep Papley because he nearly went off to Carlton. So that deal could easily have happened. So I think, uh, and Papley was amazing in this game. So yeah, they they're the kind of you know pillars. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see whether they get down to her or if they can get him right, and who knows what's going to happen. But the short of it is, I I, I like their kids. Yeah. Um, I think their core is good, and I, I don't think the end is nigh. I think they're absolutely going to bottom out, but they're going to come back again relatively quickly. Yeah, no different to what we saw with um, Hawthorne, probably what we'll see with Geelong when some of their senior. Well, yeah, who knows with Geelong? They seem to find 
people out of Monks Creek and all these little towns. <laughs> they literally do. They they like, go, hey, this Scarlet's guy. like, oh, I saw Stuart he, play he in played, a played backyard for the somewhere. And played for the reserves in Colac. No, I'm serious. He found him. Literally, I think that's similar now. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, look, I think, yeah, Sydney will, yeah, won't, won't be at the bottom for too too long. Um, obviously, it's early in the season, so they're not even at the bottom of the ladder anyway. Yeah. Um, just sticking with what I said at the start of the year, I don't think they're going to be their calm finals. But look, it's the weirdest season on in the history of AFL. So Pretty much. who knows what will happen? They could win the flag. Um, so yeah. and then North. Look, you know, I I thought Simkin was good. Um, you know, I was definitely impressed with their players. But yeah, they really needed to get this done. So, they just that, and, that, and that's yeah, a thing I mean, like, um, having that 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 one A grader where the doesn't really matter where they play, the but being able to it's been going for years. To, but to take the game by the scruff of the neck, I mean, for those of you old enough to have seen um, the, the the duck play, he was that person. Yeah, at, going at North back Melbourne. to the duck, hey? well, he was. He was able no, to take it on. It's a long and, time ago. They got to forget that. Um, Goldstein, I thought, you know, clearly it's such a great player, but yeah, they're, they're missing still a few pieces. But I don't know, they looked, they looked, it, it was exciting. The last couple of weeks was was really starting to get you up, but now I, I don't know again. But that's this season. They could come back and win by 100 points, or they could score 10 points. Yeah, I've, I think that's pretty much where. I, hope that I think at the moment, so much is, so much of it's mental at the moment. I think everyone's roughly a about the mark. I don't think that... It's whoever switched I think there's on the a couple most. of teams... Yeah, I think there yeah. are a couple of teams... So I know we've only seen a small sample size, but I think there's a couple of teams that are clearly... that You know, like Adelaide and some of those teams that clearly are shot to bits, both, then, both physically as well as mentally. I mean, they're mentally, you know, really no good. But... Um, oh, when when, when the, the chieftain comes out of your club and says, oh, one player who's almost 30 is not going to be in our premiership till... If you're near 30 on that list, you'd probably like, oh, I'm not going to be here for the premiership. Well, that's why I left anyway. Might as well just... Well, they all did. Unpack my bag. Most of them did, now. but yeah. anyway. But no, but I think I think it, you you really have to be mentally... Well, clearly you've got to be mentally... We could be switched Normally, but away. I think at the moment it's such a difficult situation and tough season. Um, I'm Yeah, I, I do kind of see that... It, it the strength of the better AFL teams at the moment is, is that mental strength. Yeah, and you don't... Uh, I guess it's going... Against what I said earlier, I just thought about it. Then the only thing, one component about having the short course, you don't, you don't have that luxury of warming into a game anymore. No. You've got to be prepared to start playing right from the get go. Which coaches have always asked for their players anyway. It's not like it's a new phenomenon. Yeah. Um, start the game early, get a good lead, hold on to it, helps. Well, it does, yeah. It's a small, that was a lot. Small, small thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, weird game, but I, I think, I think, yeah, hopefully North can bounce back. Uh, I, I really want to see though. North turn around. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I, look, I've been, I've been impressed with how Sydney have, have developed. Yeah, both of them, look, they, they're going to be uh, more competitive than I, I thought at the start of the year. Um, next, next, sorry, into the Pies Saints. Um Oh, this this looked like it could be quite a good game and almost match the round because St Kilda have been really good recently. Fast ball movement, you know, strong attacking football. Yeah. The new yeah. players good look like they've gelled in pretty and seamlessly. Did not work. No, and literally, if we could turn back time, um, we only need to watch two quarters because the second half, oh, 
was awful. Was it, it was so was, bad? Could you even call a football? Like between know. two teams, three goals. Like that is absurd. It's even very, in shorter quarters. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. look, but this is the team that you and I but have been talked yeah. about. Like they're twice very, in a row now, they yeah. have come out, and they're such and, a good defensive team. They're yeah. like that. How and Maynard. Uh, you know that 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 backline is able to completely lock it down and make it harder and harder the, the, and harder to score. And they're so good. And then from there, their mids and their forwards are all very good defensively. So oh, if yeah. they get a, a jump on teams and, and put scoreboard pressure on, which again, they've got a heavy scoring forward line, uh, whether it's the talls or the sh- smalls or their mids, they can kick goals at will. But they've shown two weeks in a row now that they can maintain. Uh, a lead um, for two or three quarters, which yeah. that's going to be hard for any team to, to break through um, unless they can start on even keel or get in front of Collingwood in that first quarter of the first half because that'll be interesting to see how Collingwood respond if they're behind the ledger by, let's say, three or four goals yeah. going, going into ha, 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 the second half um, and whether they can uh, flip and be more aggressive and more attacking or whether they grind away with their defensive mechanism and cause turnovers. So Dugowie looked really good. He's um he he's really turned it around, I think, each you know, there was obviously those stories pre the first preseason with um uh, you know, him there was reports of him coming back to the club overweight. Twenty cans. A couple of cans. But now he's come back and he's been, you know, I think week by week better and better. Yeah, and look, there's some some players that uh, can have a a, a bigger midriff, and not going to affect their overall ability to play a game and have an influence in the game. I, I mean, he probably can fit into that mold. I yeah. mean, uh, Stevie J was again one of those types of players. He looked bigger and and and, and not as fit as some of the other players, but. He looks fitter now. You've got to understand yeah. that that's, that suits the way they play the game. They, they, they want to be strong in a contest and, and be able to move agile. And if you've got a bigger midriff, it makes it much harder for a player to put their arm around and grab you. But if you're lean um, and, and got a, a very ripped um, torso, got much more to grab onto if you're a tackler. That's true. Divots, you reckon? Divots. Like, like a... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, look, Saints to me, the, I mean, the biggest problem. They they just can't intercept inside fifty. Like you know, they they they. I mean, I think is it one of those things where you know Carlton over the last few years where they were playing this high defensive game because they kept getting beaten down on. So to hold the bleeding, they were constantly you know trying to lock the game down as much as possible. And then the fans are like, oh, it's so boring to watch. It's so defensive. It's so defensive. So then they flip to, oh, well, we'll try an offensive style. And it's like, no, 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 go back, go back, because we're going to get belted by 100 points. So I, I do wonder, it's not at that stage, but I do wonder whether that, and they'll make adjustments, I'm sure, during the week, because Ratton's a good coach. But I think that high attacking football against such a good defensive team. Uh, yeah, they've, they've, that they've, pace. they need a plan B and a plan C. Yeah, and they don't I have a B. They don't have a C and a D, though, and that's the thing. I, I can see St Kilda beating up on the lesser teams. Yeah, yeah. And, again, I think when the stronger teams kick into gear, um, I, I think they might struggle, especially against a, a defensive team or 
again, a team that plays a more attacking game of football like the Brisbane Lions, I, I can't see just yet the Saints being able to ma- match it with those with those teams. They've just got a little bit more polish, yeah. uh, a little bit more class, been playing together for a little bit longer. And look, I, you know, Carlos trying. Some yeah. of these guys are trying, but. You know, and I like that the Saints play a fun style of football that's good to watch, and I've enjoyed that over the previous couple of weeks. So I can't sit around now and criticise it because I said it was good. But yeah. then at the same time, yeah, look, they, they they need to lock the ball down from time to time and and make it a little bit harder for Collingwood to score because that that yeah it it yeah that that's a that's a clear deficiency as much as they've done well out of the trade period I mean you know, everyone could do do with a really good defender but I think that's um, that's yeah. a bit of a concern and ultimately while the, this game plan might be uh, something that Ratton is working on to uh, ultimately excel in, in years to come they can't afford to lose supporters coming yeah. aboard so they're still going to get wins on boards they're still got to look competitive yeah. in games against these big Victorian clubs in particular otherwise the supporters they're already fickle because of being starved of success yeah you can't I guess you're better off holding off a year and this is probably the year to do it before putting a game plan in play that might work um, once it's evolved like we've seen with Buckley at Collingwell we saw with Clarkson at Hawthorne many many years ago it was frustrating Bolton and Carlton. Carlton yeah I mean like he just needed more time yeah more time just didn't more not losses get, more didn't get enough time there he was waiting for Eddie Betts to come back um, <laughs> and then uh, they dropped him so yeah look the, you got to be very careful I guess um, from that perspective because unfortunately they ha- haven't had the success and therefore the, the strong supporter base um, to like Okay, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say here. It's the, the fine line between working on a game plan to perfect, yeah, and ha- having those losses, and sticking to that game plan as opposed to, well, we still need to show some development. We've invested a lot of money in key players. Yeah, we need people to start buying memberships back. So, well, look, the Pies are also so good at running. Uh, sorry, at, at slowing that running game down, and that's. Um, yeah, that's going to work pretty well against the um, Saints. Um, I like Mason Cox, but you know we said this a little bit last year. I think not playing Cox is working. Um, having a slightly shorter forward line, particularly now that Stevenson's back, I don't, I don't know how he fits into that side, which is um, unless there's a major injury, which is a bit of a concern. I think him, it's only I mean, if, yeah. I yeah. think if it's um, it doesn't allow Grundy to have some type of rest. And he gets starts to get tired. That's probably the only. Yeah. Just so you've got a backup ruck option rather well, they than do, having two. Yeah, they do use my check a little bit for that. He's going to get smashed though. Yeah, like you, you, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. As a if I was a Collingwood supporter, I wouldn't want to see my check playing in the ruck because if he goes down, he's so much harder to replace in his position than Cox. Like if Cox goes down. The, the so you like throw him, uh, you know, just out there. Sacrificial man. <laughs> He's the one that's got to get out of there. Get that. him to the get him to the finals and see, mate. Um, yeah. Well, I think yeah, for him probably not so good, but no. yeah. Um, I don't know. Look, it's hard to talk about some of these games, but huge, you know, ridiculous turnovers at times. Um, a pretty strange game to watch that went back and forth. It was kind of. Bad versus bad at times, but look, yeah, defense is so elite. 
their their forward lines explosive. Collingwood are a very good side. Oh, and and yeah, Premiership favourite at the moment. Have to be. You'd, you'd probably have to put them there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully the Saints can can recoup some fun. Um, yeah. Next game. Next game into the Geelong Carlton Carlton game in a hilarious game. So Carlton, after he... giving up the last five goals in the last few matches, they they hold the next five or six goals and put Geelong to the sword in Geelong. I don't know. Who, who, who would have thought? Amazing. And then, obviously... Um, we should have known. Because, the, 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 oh. you know, we always Carlton and Gold oh. Coast. We, 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 we should have tipped them both. Should have. We did oh, one. Did one, yeah. Uh, no, I was never going to tip Carlton. I'm no. still not going to tip Carlton for the rest of the season. I don't care how that they won this game. It was a fluke at the end, let's be honest. Um, it was amazing that they but look, held on. Yeah. In, but, uh, great effort, though. Great effort. Look, for three quarters, well, two and a half quarters, they outplayed um, the Cats quite yeah. convincingly. And uh, obviously, for whatever reasons, the Cats... Oh, look, did they even put their footy boots on to come out onto the ground? Because they uh, weren't ready to play a game of football. No. They thought this was uh, four points locked and loaded. And, again, just because a team was so far off the, the pace last year, which ultimately Carlton were only like that for the last few rounds, there's not enough disparity at the top end to the bottom end to switch off more than... Two percent. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get uh, shown up, and this is what happens. Oh, they're, look, they're they're a better side, Carlton. Um, oh, I think that absolutely. some of their players. It's funny, like as much as they're not going to be one of the top clubs this year, I think there clearly has been some development over the off season. Pitney, it's great to watch. A little bit undisciplined at the start, but you know, I think Selwood definitely sucked him in. But Pitney looks fantastic. Um, I thought it was probably Casbolt's best game, or certainly one of his best games. Yep. Obviously, Eddie Betts was fantastic with that tackle at the end. Yeah, uh, Weedering we- um, is obviously grown in leaps and bounds to be quite a. Uh, well, is pretty much with with I think Harris Andrews probably the two best defenders at the moment. I can think maybe Maynard as well. Well, he's come know. up against uh, some yeah. of the best, uh, some good key forwards, and uh, done more than a serviceable serviceable job. So, yeah, yeah big big props to him. Uh, obviously, uh, Cripps. D- does what Cripps does yeah. um, good synergy already with uh, Pitnett um, and mm. him they seem to have worked well together so. I don't see how Cruiser gets back into the side if Pitnett keeps playing well to be honest well um, yeah because this is the thing normally you'd see, say well they need a key forward but they don't need a key forward because Mackay was Mackay's pretty good yeah. and obviously um, they need them to get a bit better but I know what you mean yeah yeah no they've got they've got pieces there they've got yeah. pieces there so yeah. I mean Cruiser's a luxury in the, as a backup yeah. if he can put his if body can, hold yeah, up. I mean, that's, that's the biggest. They absolutely need him to come in. Well, he's had that debility has injuries, a, yeah. a rest or gets injured. Um, yeah, um, look, lots, lots big improvement. I, I don't think anyone except the most diehard Carlton supporter would have backed the Blues in to win this game. No, it was, it was would have been would have been hard enough to back him in if they were playing it the G, let alone the Catteries. Yeah, so. I mean. <laughs> Well, a bit into the Cats. I mean, the Cats clearly wasted their chances. They mentally looked completely shot. There was a lot of very weird moments. Like, there was moments where uh, Sparkle Narkle um, was on Crips, which was like, how does that... How did the rotations stuff up that much? How does the communication get that bad? How are they mentally that shot where somebody two foot tall is on It's like having a smurf on on the Hulk. I mean, it It just doesn't work. 
the interesting crossover. It looked it looked very very strange. It, there was moments like that where it, it was a Geelong supporter. It would have been very frustrating. And of course, the ultimate mental fate that I think I've ever seen in a game. And I'm not being hyperbolic. When have you seen a player? Oh, I don't. This has to be one of the top ones. So Radigalia punched a goal away. So he's on his his line. Hmm. He knows he's a forward, yeah? He's there. The ball comes in. Hawkins kicks it. 55. It's in the air. He's on the right side of the post. Looks up. Two fists. Doesn't even want two double fists. It doesn't, Bang. doesn't try to mark it. Away. Doesn't try to no, mark it. Not even considered since, marking it. No, Get it back. I'm back, in the back, back line. I'm a back line player. Yeah. And even then. Is he even, okay? Even like, if he was what? in the back line, you would punch it the other way anyway. It, it was crazy. And like in the look, game, look, they went straight on to the next play. So it was like, what? The second and then I had to watch the, like the, the gist was everywhere. Oh, it was incredible. It's, a, it's like, almost as weird. It's almost as bizarre as, um, um, what's his name? Crawling up the post last year. Ooh. No, that, well, that, look, that was very strange. But this was, well, they would have won the but game. You know, at the end, like people were like, "If only this game wasn't decided by a goal." And I mean, it's just—it was absolutely ridiculous. Very crazy. So, um, Jack Stephen really had no impact. Um, I don't know whether that was the right decision in playing him. I get what you know—they want to kind of get him out there and get some run into his legs and stuff. And maybe they thought this would be easy beats, but it was a—it was a mistake having him in the side. Really, he had no impact on the game. He and he looked supremely undone. Let's let's be honest. I don't want, I'm not a, trying to attack No, him, I don't disagree. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm lost for words why he was picked. Uh, he wasn't in a team that beat someone by 10 goals the week before. Why why, why bring him in for this game? It was very, very strange. Um, Ablett uh, missed the goal directly in front. Also very strange. You don't think you've seen that for, you know, he's, you'd put your house on him directly in front, you know, 20 metres out. I mean, he was—he was at a I'd put, your house, I'd put your house on it. But you know what I mean. Though. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's yeah. a rarity. Like it's—it's, it's, yeah, you just unheard of. Ablett missing something like that. So, I mean, <laughs> I and, yeah, it was our game. game, and obviously there was the comeback. Um, but yeah, I—I I, I mean, it was absurd that they, they should never have been this in the end. Well, they should never have been this situation. I think Carlton looked gassed towards the back end of the game. And then all of a sudden, Geelong kind of kicked into gear. There was that Harry Taylor goal, and then it just sort of started, and it went on. But yeah, I mean, there's clear deficiencies in in Geelong's game, which we've spoken about at length. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still think they're one of the better sides in the league. But this this was a massive big wake up call and a big wake up call. Well, you know, Chris Scott went off at half time, and it, and they still didn't win. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they need a new voice in there. I don't know. I'm not. Wanting to attack him, but he's been there for a long time. Yep. Be interesting to see how this season goes. Um, obviously, it's so hard to make a judgment on this season given it's basically yeah, a, a commercial break. It's in, been a in while since I won a flag. So it has been a while, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. look, very very strange game to say the least. Um, Carlton. Oh God, I'm glad they held on. I think uh, look, a draw would good, have been funny because no one really probably massively deserved, deserved it, yeah. that one. But Carlton did deserve it a little well, enough they played, because they played really well in the well, first, first three half, quarters and a half, three particularly. Quarters, yeah. And I think um, 
Yeah. And Geelong Look, obviously had a they didn't almost to win it. That would have been shit. If they had no. won that game, that would have been oh you rat. That get that game. Not not. I don't have any problems with Geelong. I, I you know the great team, but. But that's that the thing. Would, they that would have been, 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 been disappointing. They should have never put themselves in that position. That they were that far back. No, that's that the bad guy to... getting the money at the end. That seems a bit weird. Yeah. Um, in that storyline of the game. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then on the so Saturday we, night on CSO, yeah, so the other Saturday game, the Lions versus the West Coast Eagles. Wow. So we we tipped the Lions. We thought the Lions would get it done. I didn't think it would be this comprehensive. I know it was thirty points, but this could have been a lot worse. Um, Lions were, you know, fantastic again. Um, we'll go. We always try and go with the positives first. Um, Lions just their ability to close that corridor make it seem so narrow. They are so good at that. Uh, obviously, again, Harris Andrews was fantastic. Oscar Allen, amazing. Uh, Jared, Be- both the berries, but Jared Berry's excellent. Um, Lockie Neal's clearly, if he's not the best player in the game, I'm not sure who he is. Um, McLuggage is is going to be, and probably already is a star, but he's going to be a legit star. Yeah, if he continues to oh. be as consistent as consistent as he has been, this lion as well, right they've through. Got, yeah. yeah, they've got they've got class, good and boys all, all all across. They've got a good balance of experience and and youth. Um, big bodies and speed, all the type of things you need for for a modern team to to flourish and be um, there at the pointy end. So, look, obviously a disappointing round one, probably an aberration, probably didn't go down there with the right intent and um, on the back of a win streak of four, probably weren't ready for the contest that Hawthorne bought. But since then we've seen the Brisbane that we all thought we would see based on what um, they brought to the table for the majority of last year, and again, I, I can't see them losing too many games at no. the no, Gabba. They're it's... someone that's benefited from the hub, probably, um, and then to pivot into the other team, someone that hasn't benefited from the hub. We didn't talk about this last week, but after Adam Simpson's comments, do you think it's well? Do you think it's fair that they're upset being in the hub? I mean, obviously things aren't going very well. They're now saying that you know they they really want an idea of what's going on. Obviously, nobody's got an idea with what goes yeah, on. But again, be are up, they sooks or be, what do you think? Be upset, but don't be upset in front of a camera. Just, yeah, well, I think that's... Uh, it's, it, it, it just f- uh, uh, perpetuates this concept that um, you, you, you're whinging, yet you should be feeling privileged. Like, everyone's... Should, you should all be grateful that you're able to play your yeah. sport. Like, there's still some sports that... Aren't allowed to go back, um, and you, would you be complaining if they ever said no? We're not doing this. You're gonna have to wait till it's all clear and all that type of stuff. I just think that it, it's frustrating, and I feel for them, and I'd be frustrated. But know that the media will portray a player and/or a coach in a certain light. Yeah. So they sell news. So if you've got concerns and, and frustrations with the way things are keep it in house don't talk about it in front of um, cameras or on social media all that type of stuff because it inevitably blows up unfavorably for the club not you the club so I dare say um, Adam Simpson has taken a backward step and gone look I probably shouldn't have said that it is what it is um, and I would assume that the president and CEO of West Coast have, and the board have said the same thing, and they'll just get on with it. And hopefully, 
we start seeing a resemblance of the West Coast that we've seen over the last two or three years. Uh, something a little bit more um, sprite, uh, sprightliness into them, a bit more uh, hardness at the ball. And, and just get on with the fact that you're in a hub, that's where you are, play football. So what do you think's wrong with the Eagles? I mean... Complacency. Well, Kelly's having no impact on the game um, at all. Like, this is, it, this is very strange. Like, this is the side that a lot of people thought would be by be far teams apart. the best team in the league. And that doesn't look like it at all. It was Gaff's, I think he's 200th. Um, he was good. But, I mean, there wasn't really a lot else. Nat Nui was, was good. Um, but no one, like certainly nobody from the Eagles really, I think, tore the game apart. Well, um, or even wants to doesn't. No, I don't know. I mean, the intent yeah. doesn't look there. They look mentally shot. They look. They look. They're playing like they're a sad team at the moment. Yeah, and and look whether that's um, a reflection of players, unfortunately, being exposed to uncertain times and not knowing that what might be normally is not going to be uh, whether that's contract negotiations current contracts being um, held uh, as they are in place um, free agent all this type of stuff so is that enough to turn these players off putting too much effort in um, is it being filtered down from the, the coach and what he's saying to them I, I, I don't know uh, Watching this game, or watching most of this game, they definitely didn't deal with the conditions up there, which we, we pointed out could be a bit of an issue um, with the relative humidity. Still, that's yeah. still, but they've been there for two weeks now, and they're trained. You would think they should have got some You'd think. resemblance and, and used to those conditions. I don't know. But, look, they look far, along with Richmond, the two teams, they look so far away from of the teams that we've seen the last two years. They, they, there's just a big, big gap between what we've seen this two weeks of the return and what we saw both those clubs I mean, they, they're going to need to get something together quickly because some of these losses are going to mount up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's a shortened season, obviously, so there's, there's not as much time to make up ground. Um, but, yeah, look, what's going on at West Coast is pretty concerning. They're, they're, I, know, I know early days, but... You know, we're commenting on this each week. I, I think, yeah, there's definitely... At this stage, they're playing like a sad team and they've got to get over that quick. Yeah, absolutely, because there's no guarantee that they're going back to no. WI and playing multiple games there. They will at some point, but it might not be until the back end of the year, which if yeah. they're that many games behind, then it might not bode so well for them. So, yeah, look... Lions, fantastic. They they did what I expected a little bit more. I thought they were going to win by about three goals. Obviously, a little bit more. They look fantastic. I agree. West Coast need to do something quick. Um, and, and again, just if it's just a matter of intent and going harder at the ball next or this uh, coming round, just to make a contest of it. That's obviously uh, baby steps, as they say. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. Uh, um, let's get into a bit of fun games. So the oh, Suns, the, the beating Suns of the Crows, and the Crows, eighty-two to twenty-nine. Uh, wow, this was this was exactly as it seemed it was going to be. This was exactly as we described it would be, and it was 
crazy to watch. To see a team that, you know, the Gold Coast a few had... years ago, it's only three years ago, and they were smashing teams in the home and away, hammering yeah. them. And uh, it was only a few months ago that uh, the old coaches box at Adelaide were having a little laugh. Yeah, well, all, of the all of a sudden, that, that, that's not funny anymore, No, no, and uh, look, the Gold Coast is known as a party destination. It's definitely all about the, the footy team. Uh, they are playing some electrifying football. I'm not going to jump up and down and, and get too hyperbolic because uh, they beat a team that is woeful, sitting on the bottom They're of the ladder. The worst side in the league. Yeah, um, but they do generally have a, a good balanced team finally which we haven't we probably saw for one or two years when Gary Ablett was there and mm. Jago Ramirez and, and some of these guys that have uh, since departed but again they didn't gel together and they didn't have probably the the mature talent that they've got now that by recruiting effectively like Genny Greenwoods and your your Brown Alice's and stuff who have yeah. been in fairly successful clubs of recent times I mean obviously Rao was fantastic again um they've just got such a great group of young kids and that those mature age players um, really add a lot clearly and it's it's working I mean I know they came up against a pretty average side but but they from did. what we've seen it's it's pretty exciting but to 10 goal win so even if Adelaide are uh, playing below standard mm. that's still a huge win uh, obviously Gold Coast big uh, biggest win as far as uh, on paper and 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 doing it back to back after a, a, a very impressive win last yeah. last last start that I mean that's always been the one thing they never have consistently put good wins back to back and it'll well, be they do have them earlier in the year so that's yeah but I know I know what you mean yeah, yeah. so I mean uh, put sorry comprehensive wins these have been comprehensive no no you're right so, against against some what we thought was good competition yeah exactly right so yeah look look look, look Lot, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, lots to like <laughs> about this Gold Coast Sun Team and um, Stewie Jew. I look, he's he's clearly not eating uh, four whoppers a day anymore. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> no, I know, I know. He, he looks like he's slimmed down. Uh, he's probably three, happy. Three K. Well, jumping tries. up and down in the air. He's happy. Running around. Um, the Suns' defensive transition is is so was so much better. Then it's good Adelaide. to see that Adelaide's the, is so good to see that the Suns have finally got a defense. They have. It's yeah. okay. It's actually not bad. No. It's it's fine. Um, I don't think it's going to stand up through the whole year, but it's it's fine. Uh, they play really fun attacking football. It's good to watch. Like Matt Rao kicks him on his wrong foot from fifty out. It's crazy. He's a freak. It's it's so much fun. They're a good side. And let's talk about Adelaide. Um, where are they at? What do you reckon? No good. He's just just gone quiet. No point. Oh. Well, I mean, clearly. Oh it's, man, it's, they are the worst team I've seen in a long time. They have to be. They're pretty bad. <laughs> no eh? From where they were in 2017 <laughs> to where they are now. Oh, look, I, I think I said it last week. I mean, Nick Stevens. Lucky he's got nowhere to pull out because he would have pulled it out by now. It's it's deplorable that they Stevie can have. Stevie Nicks, you mean? Stevie Nicks. Uh, you look at that list on paper, and there are some really quality players, yeah, yeah. and only and one of them yeah. seems to turn up every week. His name's Rory Sloan, um, and he got beaten on the weekend. He got Not, out, outrun by Rao. Yeah, he, uh, he he put in some effort, but he's looking around going, no. Nah. Might go back to Upway. Yeah, maybe. He's going to play for the McGoos in the Eastern League. Oh, who knows? Look... <laughs> 
Um, d- yeah, just disappointing. Um, Tex Walker, drop him. Thank you. But is that going to? Fi- but they can't get any inside fifties. Is that going to fix the their? What's that going to do? Give a young kid a go. I don't well, care. I don't care at least, at least with Don Pike gone, last year, all year, we, we kept constantly saying, you're crazy not to play the young forwards that they've got. So, look. The fog. We love the fog. We were, we were, we were on board. On. Get, Team fog. Get, yeah. And then, then Pike hated him, never played him. And now he's, he's better than, than Tex. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I don't know whether dropping him... I, I hear what you're saying. You see, you're saying you think it's going to be culturally a big thing, that it scared them into being a bit better. Well, make the well. Give him one more week. He, he's not doing it. I don't dispute that. He's but not. They're not getting any inside fifties. Their midfield is destroyed. He doesn't. He doesn't position himself to um, then be yeah, defensively I know, strong. I know what you mean. Um, I'm not sure that would fix things though. But I, I don't know, think I know it's going to fix things. I just think just just you think build for next year. Get rid of don't uh, don't play Crouch. He obviously is very jaded that um, well, he tried to get on the other team. Jail. Yeah, couldn't. He did. Just, they just couldn't reach. He's the clearly end. not interested in playing for the Adelaide Football Club this year. It seems like almost all of them are. So, uh, wow. Yeah, uh, basket case, and uh, I don't think it's going to get any better for the rest of the year. Lock in the spoon, Eddie. Uh, Frio Port last game of the round. Frio by seventy to forty one. I liked this game. I, I, especially I, the first night football is the win. Yes. Eight ten's a bit too late for me. I was falling asleep by the end. But yeah, but I think they thought that was going to be eight ten WA. Are they stupid? No, not WA. Well, so it was six ten. No, it was going to be six over there. But they eight, tried the prime, prime time, time over there. Yeah, that's but, right. That, but I got to go to bed. Yeah, eight o'clock's my idea. I did see a little bit of this game. The well, first the, half the, was interesting. The second half was like nine forty. It was getting a bit late. Sunday. Too late. A bit too late, yeah. School night, no good. And especially after all the other football that's been consumed. <laughs> too much. Yeah, too much. Yeah, um, yeah look, uh, Frio are on that transition moving forward, so they're going to probably not link up as well against some of these better sides. Port Adelaide, obviously, um, are definitely the, a better side than most uh, at the moment in yeah. the league. They've got... And we're going to probably say this every week. They've got some of the most exciting kids in in the game. I was pretty disappointed to see Dersma get injured and he's probably yeah, out yeah. for uh, six to eight weeks with a Get his bow and arrow. Yeah, got the sh- longest bow no, or no, shortest bow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. no. No, disappointing um, because he's, he's a bloody good player. Very exciting to watch. And, and then all the other cogs, um, all the other pieces uh, in that team. Powell Pepper, Boke. Uh, West off, uh, Ollie White. Like these guys, just they got a very just, deep side. They just work together as much as yeah. I get your point. They haven't played a lot of like top opposition, but they look very good. Yeah, look. I mean, this is a thing. Like, Fremantle are going to be. They're not going to be easy beats throughout the year. We know that they've got no. too too many good players. Obviously, you've got a couple of A graders yeah. on that list and whatnot. And to to be challenged at the start. And, and probably not playing their best footy. Port Adelaide were able to rejig a few things um, and move forward and, and then see out the game and win quite convincingly. Yeah. I think that's a sign of a team that, A, understands the game plan that the coach is putting for and know internally that if it's not working, they can quickly change. They've got the um, pieces of the puzzle to, I don't know, just flick the switch, I guess, and do something a bit different, which is a few other clubs struggling to get the grasp of handball to 
teammate or kick to teammate. Dixon looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was impressed, you know. But look, getting to Freya, we spoke a lot about Port. I mean, Hogan looked pretty undercooked. I don't know whether that was the right decision to play him, but you've got to start playing him. He, he wasn't awful. He had, didn't have no impact, but he definitely looked pretty undercooked. Yeah, I think, yeah, without there being state-based comps, um, someone of his ilk, and we know what he's capable of, they've, yeah. just got to, yeah, they've just got to get him back as quick as possible, and hopefully he can just build from there. Frio also really needed to in that in and look it's it's I think they were pretty good against Brisbane but in this game um, I think they 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 were let down by their defensive efforts because their their game is not a high scoring game uh, Tabin is not at that stage yet where he's going to no. be scoring a lot more and you know their their forward lines you know probably not as potent as it, it needs to be but that you know I thought some of the some of their players are probably um, had their colours let down a little bit by some of their defensive efforts and yeah, allowing Port agree. to do what they did. But, look, it was it was a good game to watch. Um, it, it, it Also, horrific conditions too, like the first bit. Was it, it, it's hard down. to. I think it would have been probably a bit of a different game because it, it utterly belted down. Like, it was proper North Queensland rain. for and this, I know it wasn't North Queensland, but it was still very Queensland rain in on the Gold Coast. It was torrential for about 25, 30 minutes. Um, so that, that didn't make it any better. The ground looked... Oh, it looked... Good. Everyone kept saying, oh, gee, they've done a good job with the ground. I mean, I, I don't know. They saw quite a few divots around the place. It looked a bit ratty. To some degree, they played a game on it like four hours earlier. And the water does tend to sit Just on the surface a, a little bit more than Adelaide Oval or MCG. Wasn't great conditions. So, look, it probably is not going to produce the best game. But I still enjoyed watching it. Yeah, um, it was probably second yeah. best game for me to watch. Probably. Oh, I, really, I, I mean... I know the scoreline didn't reflect, but I actually watched liked watching um, the Brisbane Lions go to town and dismantle the West Coast side. Yeah. So that is the round three. Obviously, we didn't, um, we can't review Essendon Melbourne because it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. And we can't. So it sounds like that game is almost certainly not going to get played until the next uh, fixture block. They're saying. Um, I don't know. I don't actually think it's the worst idea. If you played uh, that game on Wednesday and then moved, there's a way it could be manoeuvred, but maybe they couldn't do it with the the stadiums. I'm not sure. I don't know. I wasn't. Oh, I guess what else? Is, it's not like there's other sports being played at the moment, so I, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. They'll play it again at some point. Uh, it's a bit unfair to Melbourne, obviously. I feel for the Melbourne supporters and and players and and everyone around that because you know it's not their fault what happened with McKenna and he'll get. Um, you know, we we didn't we didn't really go into this, but look, you know, the news obviously came out today about um, Jimmy Stewart, not the actor. Yeah. Um, news came out about him. He's got to be dead, Jimmy Stewart. But anyway, um, the news came out obviously um, that McKenna's. Uh, you know what? Everyone knows what happened shortly by now. Um, but it came out again today that he's he's again um, turned in a negative test. Um, but you know, he broke his his um, some of the restrictions that if you saw in the Sam Wiedemann interview yep. which definitely check out he goes into um, quite a bit of detail about what the players can and can't do and some of the specifics that aren't you know quite as public yeah, in like terms little, of what players can little, do little things like going to an open house inspection for yeah example. well he details stuff like that that he can't so do so yeah he, and he went to yeah so he, he went and saw his um his host family, family or second host family yeah. or something weird so we can't just, yeah can't just, do that just little things that he's we're all guilty of having brain phases from time to That's time that's quite but a big brain phase yeah I get Go that to someone's house yeah, but Sam Weidman said exactly that. It was very clear from the uh, directors and the heads no, of football I'm... that the players were not to do anything, like stay at home, do your training. Like it's not like 
you or I, where we got a little bit more freedom because we don't play for a football club. Well, we're not in a billion dollar industry yeah, trying to survive. Exactly yeah, exactly right. So yeah, he. I'm not saying that what he did was out of in normal circumstances, not out of the ordinary. But he was. It wasn't like he wasn't made clear that it was a no no. And if he does, he'll get a slap on the wrist or whatever they give AFL players now for doing things like that. Ultimately, it hasn't worked in his favour. And of all the players, I mean, he nearly didn't come back to Australia. So anyway, hopefully he's not the one that upbraids the league. But it sounds like that um, that's not going to happen because obviously they weren't playing with North um, and it, all the North players have turned in negative. So at this stage, it hasn't spread. And the North obviously went and played Adelaide and, you know, it could easily have very quickly spread quite so, fast. And but at this stage, obviously he played against Sydney up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So all the players. At, well, I haven't looked at the news for the last two hours, but I think we currently they. Yeah. Well, I, I, my phone's off now, but uh, yeah, my, I think we would have known before that. <laughs> well, it's still two hours. We've not looked at any. Yeah. So who knows? Too, a lot of this can move pretty quickly, but hopefully nothing's happened in the last two hours. Um, all the best. Check out the preview episode that'll drop tomorrow, Thursday morning, because this will be Wednesday morning for you. Um, check out the Sam Wiedemann interview. Check out Beyond the Game TV. Hey. We're going to ice Ed's head now after he hammered it into the desk. He doesn't Still look, with he's looking a bit pale over there in the corner. He's a bit swaying. Um, <laughs> take care. Goodbye. See you guys. Hop's home. See you later. <laughs>